A recent survey found that 71% of people think that Social Security will run out. Are you one of them? Do you believe that when you get to retirement age, there will no longer be enough money left there for me? This survey found that, in fact, almost half of millennials and a third of Gen Xers believe they'll never see any of their Social Security benefits, all that money they've already put in. Is that true? Listen to Dave's podcast today as he shares a few of these myths that are being asked today and will help us to solve this perplexing issue. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. All right. On today's episode, Dave's going to share a little bit about Social Security, and he has a, uh, a quick little story to get us started. Hey, friends. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. You know, before we even begin, I was just looking. This is our 22nd podcast. It's crazy to think how it quickly it goes through. And what I'd like to ask is how many of you have actually been listening for the last uh, 22 episodes? Do I have anybody out there that has done that? If so, give me a little email. I'm just curious to see you're following along and if it's made an impact on you yet. I have received emails from some of you and would love to hear more. Okay, let me tell you a story. Have you ever seen a bullfight on TV or read about it in a book? You know, that fancy manador in the ring with his ferocious bull? If we just stopped there, most of us would think that that dude is crazy to be in the ring with the animal. Yeah, definitely thought that. <laughs> but then... He flashes a big red cloth, and that red cloth irritates that bull so much that it charges directly toward the matador. That red cloth can really get the bull mad, right? Well, no, actually, that is not true. That is a myth. Bulls, like most animals, are colorblind. So it's not the color that makes the difference, but mostly it is the cloth flag that is being waved that stares the bull up. That is an example of a myth that we tend to believe until we learn the truth. So because this is a financial podcast, I'm going to pivot a little bit and talk about myths regarding finances. So essentially, just to kind of sum up the bull here, right? who would have known? He was actually colorblind. So yeah. The red is almost more for the audience. Aha, uh -huh. that's right. It's flashy. It's showy. It makes the show more exciting. And just likewise, oftentimes we believe myths because they sound so appealing or they're, they're showy or exciting. Well, that's right, Nate. So let me touch on a few that are related to finances and see if this is something you've thought about it yourself. Here are some retirement myths that you may believe. However, they are not true. Myth number one, I may not have saved much for retirement but I plan to work well into my retirement years to help with the expenses. That sounds reasonable, right? Sure, I didn't do as well as I hoped getting started, but no problem, I'll just work till later so I can have a comfortable retirement. Well, did you know that one half of early retirements are because of disability or illness? Wow, that number seems way higher than you would think. I mean, a half of people essentially are forced to go into retirement due to disability or illness. That's, that's a lot of people. 
Yeah, that is. That's a huge number. And, you know, as you know, I am retired and I did see that, you know, life happens, right? And even on the very, very first podcast, I think it was, uh, Nate gave some statistics out of 100 people, 36, if I remember correctly, 34 or 36 die before they turn 65. So there's a big chunk of people that never even made it to retirement. And then yeah. there's other issues too. But the point is, you may think you've got it all figured out for retirement. Oh yeah, I'll work longer. However, stuff gets in the way. Life happens. And I just, as a podcast talking about money, I'm here to try to help you work through some of those issues. Yeah, it's it's never a good idea to to bet on your your future being able to to work at the same level you're working now, considering you're probably never going to be in as good a shape as you are at this moment in terms of your life. Surely you can get healthier over time and you can force yourself to be more active or eat healthier, but chances are life's not going to get any easier. Right. And you know, as I just mentioned, half early retirements are because of disability or illness. You know, I didn't even talk about those that lose a job because whatever field they're in, maybe the uh, field is kind of gone by the wayside. You know, there's not too many uh, people that shoe horses anymore, right? There's not too many blacksmiths anymore. Well, if you're in an industry that's starting to kind of no longer be necessary, your job may be phased out sooner than you thought. And now you are, say, 45, 50 years old, and you can't get another job that, that pays anywhere near what that job was. Yeah, exactly. Good point. And you know, we're recording this podcast in mid-22 here in uh, June of 2022. And to be honest, there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now in terms of the economy and with inflation at right. super high levels. So as you mentioned, you really, you always got to prepare for your future. That's right. And again, if you don't have a rich uncle, you're the only one that's going to do it. And uh, again, to Nate's point, uh, I just read today, the economy is changing dramatically. People are leaving work left and right. Either they're starting up their own business or they just can't work in the, the field they're in. There's a lot of shift right now, and uh, you just don't know what your future holds. Uh, another example is a work injury. You know, sometimes people get hurt and uh, they just can't work to the full capacity like they did before. Some people get cancer, you have a stroke. They have heart disease. I mean, those are kind of yucky things to talk about, but that's real world, guys. And as we get older, those things become more prevalent in people's lives. So again, just think through that as you think through your retirement years and plan accordingly. The number two myth that I talk about today is I plan to spend less in retirement, so I'm not going to need as much, right? That well, sounds like a terrible strategy, by the way. <laughs> I've heard that. I've actually heard that. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I mean, yeah, you, you think, okay, well, I'm going to be older. Maybe I won't eat as much or maybe I'll, you know, my life will be a little simpler. I won't have kids in college or something. Right. I, I don't know. But yeah, that's a good example. Personally, of that. I just don't like the idea of thinking, well, I'm going to work really hard and my retirement's going to be less fulfilling in terms of what I can spend on. Right. Well, that's a, uh, you hit a real big one. You know, a lot of, I've heard it specifically to me, you know, once my kids are out of the house, I'm going to be golden. I have enough income and I'm going to really enjoy my retirement. I won't need as much money. And uh, I, I'm just telling you, for most people, that's not true at all. Guess what? That is not true for many. And I would just say most of you, because a large portion will want to travel extensively. Maybe they want to start a hobby 
or spend more time visiting their children and grandchildren. And maybe they live a fair distance away where they have to stay in hotels and spend money flying in airplanes, that kind of stuff. So unless you have been a good saver during your working years, this is going to be a tough situation for you to live and spend less in retirement. It's just, from my experience too, I'm spending more than I did when I was working. Now, fortunately, I do have the assets. I'm okay, but it's just something you got to be aware of. Yeah. And you probably didn't even think you were going to be spending more, did you? You probably thought, well, you know, I'm I'm a pretty conservative saver, but naturally, obviously one, prices go up and there's things you want to do. So that's right. I mean, that's that's part of it. So that's a really good point. You don't know how much things are going to be or how much things are going to go up. So don't expect to spend less in retirement. Right. And as again, as Nate mentioned, this is being recorded in June of 22 and inflation is killing us right now. We're up to like six to 8%. And I'm telling you, if you have $100,000 in the bank at that type of inflation rate, it's going to be worth way less in 10 or 20 years. So it's maybe it's going to be equivalent to having 60 or 70 or $80,000 of purchasing power. It's dramatic. And you just have to plan for that. Okay, myth number three, I can't count on Social Security for my retirement. Well, I'm going to tell you something actually contrary to what you think and what most people think on that. And this may surprise you, but most financial experts believe that Social Security will survive and have a place in your retirement. Now, all that to say, Congress may and they actually have to tweak it at some point by increasing your Social Security withdrawal withholding, excuse me, or lowering the amount that you get when you do retire. But everything I've read, and I would agree, is it will be around when you retire, and it will significantly help many people in their retirement years, but I will say it will not look like it probably looks today. Yeah. I know we probably don't have enough time on this episode to go into social security completely, but I mean, what are some of the things that you think could be done? I know I've heard putting that money in a market account where it can grow better. It seems like maybe the simplest, less aggressive option would just be lowering what you can get. What do you think? Yeah, I think honestly, uh, neither choice is good, whether you're increase the withholding for social security or decreasing the amount you get. I unfortunately, there's not a good solution. Congress should have acted 30 years ago. They knew about the problem coming. And like I'm talking about finances, my whole podcast career here, the earlier you start to save, the better you're going to be. Well, the same thing happened here in Social Security. If they had started 30 years ago of increasing the uh, amount pulled out, we would be so much further ahead, but we are not. So I think they're going to have to do both. And they need to do it like yesterday. Every year that they wait, the worse the situation is. And that's where I'm, I get so frustrated with the government because I think most of the people in that line of work, they're good people probably, most of them are, but most of them don't understand finance. Yeah, they are, uh, they're good at getting elected. They're good at yeah. uh, winning people over. They're great salespeople, but they're right. not necessarily people who understand the economy or right. how to handle, how to run the country a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of, uh, like as an example, a ton of lawyers and uh, Medical people and you know really sharp people. I'm not saying that, but many of them, maybe most of them, do not know finance. And in this particular area we're talking about, we need people that are experts in that to solve these problems. It's a great point. All right, the fourth and last myth I have for you today is 
Medicare will cover my healthcare costs in retirement. Well, Medicare is awesome in many ways, as I am a new recipient and I am saving at least $700 a month for Sue, who is my wife, and myself. So I say, absolutely, Medicare is awesome. However, Medicare does not cover things like most long-term care issues, assisted living and in-home care. One example of long-term care is, let's say one of you or both of you even come down with dementia or some issue where it's really debilitating. They have to go into some type of assisted living. Well, if you are on Medicaid, which means you're very, very low income, sure, the government will put you in one of these homes and you get the basic coverage. And if you're super, super wealthy, you know, you've got millions of dollars, then you have enough to cover you and stay in a nice assisted living long-term care facility. But that is not the majority of people. The majority of people, I'd say 80%, are in the middle there and they need to plan for these things. So Medicare will cover healthcare costs and retirement, but they don't cover it all. And so you need to plan for that. Yeah. So there's essentially, I guess what I understand is there's a lot of things that are left out in what Medicare does cover. Correct. Yep. And they do a good job. I'm not saying, I'm actually very pleased with what what I'm getting right now, but they don't cover um, long-term care as an example, assisted living, in-home care. They don't cover that. Yeah. Unless, you know, you have your own money then, or you're very poor, it's going to be difficult for you. All right. There are still co-pays for doctor visits, as an example, prescription drugs, drugs to deal with in many plans, not all. But get this, if you are a couple age 65, right now the Employee Benefit Research Institute says that you will need on average $265,000 to have enough to cover you in retirement regarding medical cost. Now, yikes, that is a lot of money. Mm, that's uh, a lot of people, I think, who have uh, reached 65 do not have that money saved up. Nope. You know, they might have that much saved up for retirement. think, oh, I'm going to use that for my vacation. I'm going to use that for my hobby or, you know, seeing the kids, whatever. But according to this uh, research institute, on average, you need $265,000 to cover medical issues in retirement. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Incredible. Well, that is the four myths that Dave wanted to hit on. Now we're going to go over three points that uh, we want to focus on, that we want you to take home today. Because again, just like on every episode that you hear each week, we don't want you to leave and feel like you got your financial knowledge in or you, you, know, you learned something or you're now all of a sudden a financial guru. No, we want you to actually take action. And so that's kind of what this last couple sections are. You bet. Okay, three points I want to emphasize. The first one is, Okay, that's enough of the old people issues, right? My audience that I'm hoping to reach is mainly young people getting started in the work environment, right? Well, that's mostly true. However, your day is coming. So please start saving now to plan for stuff like that. I I can't emphasize it enough. Please don't put it off. Pay yourself first. Think of it that way. You're going to be very happy if you do that. Become a consistent saver. Not at the end of the week when your paycheck's been exhausted, but at the very beginning, pay yourself, put that 10%, 15%, whatever it is, put it away for your future. And uh, you're going to be very happy at the end. Okay, the second point I want to emphasize, one half of the people retire early because they had to and not because they wanted to. That's an incredible statistic. 
Again, please plan now, financially speaking, so that your retirement will be awesome. Yeah, I think that's a that's a common thing, especially for younger people. Is right. you know they think they'll live forever, or they yep. think things are going to be great, but unfortunately, life comes at you fast. Oftentimes, yeah, life happens. It's just that's the way it is. Okay, the third and last point is as you think of your future, many of you want to travel extensively. There's many right now that are in their twenties and thirties, and they just can't wait to travel, and they're going to do some here and there. That's awesome. Do it. Maybe they want to live abroad. If that's you, then I dare say you will need a good chunk of money to do these things. Living on a social security benefit and a small stash of cash is just not going to do it. So right now, it's time to take action. So does this episode relate to you? I dare say that it relates to 100% of you in one way or the other. So plan now so that your later years will be what you have always wanted it to be. Become a consistent saver. And that's, that's ultimately what we are trying to teach on each episode. We're given different aspects of saving and finance and investing, but we want you to become a consistent saver ultimately. Okay, I get it now. I may not need to be spending my day reading finance books and watching endless hours of money shows on TV, but I do need to know some basic finance information. On next week's episode, Dave is going to get more into the weeds of mutual funds. That's right. So you might be wondering, what are mutual funds? He's going to tell you all about it, and he's going to give you concrete ways to find the right mutual fund for you. He'll show you a way to set it and forget it, and also show how you can get 7 to 10% annual returns every year, in and year out. Of course, you'll have some down years, but over time, it'll be 7 to 10% and only with moderate risk. Sounds like a good plan, right? And that is a whole lot better than you're currently getting in your typical savings account. Exactly. A lot of exciting stuff on the next episode. I know we've talked a lot about finance and saving and cutting expenses, but now you're going to hear a little bit about mutual funds and about how you can actually put your money to work for you. So lastly, we're going to end with a verse from 1 Corinthians. You bet we are. But I'm going to give you one more little thing here. And I'm trying to encourage you to get involved in communicating with me if you have a question. So my website is savelikedave.com. If you have any questions regarding finance, send it along. I've been getting questions and I'm happy to answer them. And uh, I, I want to make you succeed, help you succeed in finance. Yeah. And actually, one thing I want to mention there too is we don't have anything to sell. We're just doing this podcast because we enjoy doing it and Dave has a heart for it. And uh, so this is all out of the generosity of Dave's heart. So it's not like you're going to send a message and then Dave's going to ask for a uh, 12-month payment plan. <laughs> exactly. this, this at the moment is is all just something we're doing because we enjoy doing it and Dave has the time and would like to help others on their own personal finance journey. So if that hopefully uh, clarifies some things for you to to send a message to Dave. So yeah, thanks, Nate, and, and I'm I'm sincerely uh, I don't need any money. I I really want to help people. I really do. Okay, First Corinthians fifteen fifty eight is our scripture today. It says, "Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain." 